Shot through the heart and you're too late. You give love a bad name. What's that why of tears? No. It's not time yet. The dog thinks it's it's dinner time, but it's not time yet. And now she's gonna sit here and just whine. What? What? Say it to the microphone. What's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we'll call Brandy, and we'll get this over with quick. Okay, boo? Don't knock over my guitar. Jesus Christ. You're a bull in a china shop. All right, let's call her up. Let's call her up. Time to call. The Brandy. Who's just a bridesmaid. Hey. Hey, what's up? What's up? Oh, wow, what's up? Nothing. I saw that you were just a bridesmaid. Sure was. So it finally happened. Tish the Dish is off the market. She is. My heart breaks a thousand times over. My backup plan is no longer a viable (laughs) one. I'll have you know. Yeah. You made it into my speech that I gave. Oh, I did? You did. Not your name necessarily. Oh, okay. But I I think everyone knew who it was. I... um, I gave a little speech during okay. the the party after mm-hmm. the nuptials, and uh, I started. I like really went into like Wells mode for my speech. By Good the way, I got you. rave reviews, like yeah. rave. So I started with a bit, and I started with like a. I've always been known as having a hot mom, and so it was like the hot mom bit that I yeah. started with. And I touched on like, you know, it started when I was in middle school and like all the boys I liked just liked my mom. And to this day, some of my very best friends who are married, Tish is their hall pass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's you. That is me. So technically, you made it into the speech. <sighs> <laughs> Never made it into the loving arms of Tish Cyrus, though. No, you got Sarah Highland, though. And that's pretty damn I good. I know, I know, I know. I'm so happy for your mom. I mean, she got a good one in Dominic Purcell. Does, does she take his name now? Yeah, I think she hyphenated it. Ah, so is it Tish the Dish Cyrus Purcell? I think so. Got it. Where's my bell? Yeah. My bell's broken. <gasps> Dude, I just, okay, I gotta say, I feel like we have. I fixed it. Okay. I do feel like we have entered into like a new reality recently. Well, things I are just, weird these days. They are. I just survived not only a hurricane, what are they calling it? A hurricane? Yeah. <laughs> hurricane Hillary, which is the funniest thing ever. Like, I feel like Donald Trump came up with that 100%. Definitely. Hurricane Hillary makes landfall in Los Angeles. And while I'm sitting there hungover thinking, I'm going to order a Jersey Mike sandwich, I get a notification on my phone like, stop, drop, and roll. We're having an earthquake. Uh huh. It was so funny. I stood up and I like ran around being like, what do I do? Where do I go? And all of a sudden, I'm like, waiting for it. Nothing happens. I'm like, okay, I did nothing happen. Then went and sat down. And I, then I was like, you know what? What the fuck? I look over. The chandeliers the swinging. are swinging. And I'm like, how the fuck did I not feel that? And it's because I was running around and be like, oh, no. Oh, no. What do I do? I need to find a, a bathtub or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was at LAX when it happened, which is the worst place to be. Yeah. I was standing at the ticket counter about to ask a question. And the guy I went up to talk to he felt it. I could tell, and like he looked at me, and he and he said, "Did you feel that?" And I was like, "Feel what?" And then the phone started going off all over the place. My hand and in your ass. And he and I was like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "You were right." I thought he made it up because I didn't feel it. Yeah, I didn't feel it either. I also didn't feel the hurricane. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're freaking telling me! Everybody was absolutely panicked. So I was supposed to leave this morning. Yeah. And my Monday morning flight got canceled on Friday morning. Mm-hmm. They went ahead and canceled it. I was like, the fuck is this? So then I was like, all right, maybe a hurricane's going to be worse on Monday. So I'll just go ahead and get out of here on Sunday, right? Yeah. So then I booked a Sunday flight for like 2 p.m. And I was all packed up and literally getting in the car to go to the airport. And they canceled my flight out of Burbank. And so I was like, all right, Burbank's, I'm 0 for 2 on Burbank. So I'm going to suck it up and go to LAX. So I, I booked this LAX flight. And got there, and it was and it was raining. You know, it wasn't ideal. Mm-hmm. But uh, everyone's panicking, and all these flights are getting canceled. I'm like, this is li- the East Coast would laugh at this. Like, we fly in lightning storms. This is absurd. This is drizzle, and everyone's canceling flights. Like, I literally can't. I feel bad for like I know like Palm Springs, the desert got like nailed hard. Yeah. But like, yeah. 
Nothing happened in Los Angeles. M- my mother-in-law's text me, are you okay? Is everything okay? I'm like, it's drizzling. <laughs> Sarah's business manager messaged me and she was like, do we need to have people come over and clear the gutters? Because, you know, because there's going to be a lot of stuff coming down the roof. And like, don't forget to take the cushions and bring them inside and flip the tables over. I was like, no, we're not doing any of that shit. Nothing's <laughs> going to happen. I promise you. We got like an inch of rain. Yeah, it was definitely LA was not a big deal. No. Okay, sorry. I, I got off track there a little bit. I do feel like I slipped into a different, like, weird timeline, but I'm back, okay? Okay, okay. Your mom got married. Yeah. Was the was the celebration beautiful? Because it was pretty small. I feel like it was just for family and, like, really close friends. Very small. So I'm, I I don't want to give away too many details this week because I feel like I, I should let her do that on, on Sire Stone tomorrow. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, But I will say it was absolutely... Absolute perfection, except for one thing. What's that? The fucking paparazzi. Oh, I saw they had a helicopter. With their fucking helicopter. I saw that. The most disrespectful thing on the face of this earth is to hover a helicopter over an intimate ceremony at someone's private residence, and it's so fucking loud that we can't even hear the bride and groom give their vows. Like, are you kidding me? The helicopter was at my wedding. Yeah, but it was not that loud. It came like after we had finished it. Yeah, this it hovered literally during the entire thing, and then after it was, and then after it was over, obviously it left. But like, everybody really did their best to ignore it. But I was livid. Yeah, like I kept my kept squeezing Miley's arm, being like, "I'm so mad," and she just kept being like, "Shh." Yeah, I know. But I was so mad. But other than that, yeah, it was absolute perfection. Well, so it was small. It was. Close friends and family only for the ceremony. And then we had a party after and more people came and joined. So it was actually the perfect amount because for the party, like it was, it was crowded, you know, it was at the house. So it was like, it definitely felt crowded and fun and everything, but not overwhelming at all. That's good. Well, I'm sorry I didn't come. I did miss you. I know. And I feel bad. I told you though, last week when you were at my house, I was like, I'm not going to come. And it's because Sarah's in Fiji and like Mm -hmm. my security blanket in those things is not going to be with me and then i'm just going to be like walking around the only people i know are you and tish (laughs) your sister thinks my name is different than it really is so i can't talk to her (laughs) she knows your name you know i really think you would hit it off with max her boyfriend he's younger than you obviously but like you guys kind of have some similarities yeah I know. And anyways, I chickened out. It was like Uber over there. I know I saw that. And that's We had valet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you did? We did. The email was like, you should Uber over. We had valet. Well, anyways, I was like, I'm not Ubering to Malibu. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. So anyways, I'm sorry I missed it. But I do have actually a good excuse as to why I wasn't there. Let's hear it. Joe and Serena were in town. Ah. And I really haven't spent a whole lot of time with them in person, especially since they asked me to marry them. I need to like take you out to dinner and we need to talk. I needed to talk about like some specifics about like what they wanted for the wedding, you know? Yeah. Two, like that's the right thing. If you're marrying somebody, you need to like spend time with them and like get their vibe a little bit. I agree. I did that on Saturday and then we ended up getting kind of drunk and coming back to my place. Anyway, so I didn't come to the wedding, and I'm so sorry about that. But if, if I'm being honest, I would just be sitting there the entire time being like that mother. I would be like, when, when they when they said, does any man object to this wedding? I'd have stayed up and said, yes. Yes, I do. She's my white whale. She's m- my golden unicorn. I can't, we can't take her away from being in the wild. <laughs> I don't even think that was given as an option. Yeah, I know. I don't remember hearing that. Well, you know, it's funny. So I'm writing this entire speech and, you know, marrying Joe and Serena. I don't have it in the wedding. Yeah, I don't think people do it anymore. I know. There's too many people that would stand up and object. Yeah, I know. It's too risky. No one can be trusted these days. Mm -mm. If everyone wants the real tea about the Tish Cyrus Dominic Purcell wedding, make sure you go listen to Sorry We're Stoned coming out tomorrow. Is that what yes, it is? coming out tomorrow, exactly. And tomorrow, so tomorrow's episode actually doesn't have a whole lot of the details because we recorded that episode before the wedding. So it'll actually be next week's episode where you get to hear all the details kind of from Tish's perspective on the wedding. But I imagine it's a lot of like talking about the excitement of the wedding coming up. Yes, yeah. this week is. And um, I it's, it's funny because like we weren't, Really, well, obviously, we weren't supposed to talk about it because it hadn't happened yet, and we were trying to avoid this fucking helicopter situation. Yeah. Um, 
but it's it's cool for her to be able to like like this week's episode is the first time she ever like really says it out loud mm-hmm. that she's getting married you know to somebody besides like family so it's just cool god how did they find out i my theory i don't know but my theory would be that somebody delivering whether it was tables and chairs flowers i don't know i i just feel like it had to be like one of those deliveries that came to the house that had the house address and knew who it was. I don't know. That, that would be like my guess, but I truly just have no idea. Well, I'm happy for her and I'm happy for you. I can't wait for all the pictures to come out. Oh, yeah. They look good. Yeah. I mean, I haven't even seen them. That's the thing. I look we're waiting. Um, all right. Well, should we start the show? Yeah. You go for it. You're the one who recently gave a speech. Oh, I did give a speech. And I'm telling you, rave reviews. Did like, you did you do the like the important Wells Adams speech giving tips? What what is that? We always need to have a callback to your first joke and your last joke need to come together. Oh, so I, mean, I, I, I kind of I would did, assume really. that your I your last joke should have been something to the effect of like something about her being hot. Hot, because the first joke is about all my friends wanted to. Yeah, uh, I probably didn't do that. Damn. But I did. Like I started. Uh, here's the thing. I'm not very funny. Like you're funnier than me. Yeah. So like I started off with the joke. You mm-hmm. know, as like the little icebreaker. Um, and in my defense, Miley did not give a speech because she was too nervous. So <laughs> her, she said, "Yeah, yeah, oh yeah." She performs in front of thousands of people. Can't public speak at all. At the bachelorette party on Wednesday, we had a bachelorette party. Yeah. I didn't even know I was giving a speech. In the moment, she pushes me to the front and says, Brandy's giving a speech. Oh. What? That's I am? And I said, well, if I'm giving one Saturday, you need to tell me right now. And she goes, oh, you are. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. But we made a deal that I would give the speech if she stood up there and like chimed in with the zingers, you know, because she's funny. She Mm -hmm. didn't do that. Wow. Didn't do it. So I started with the joke and then I ended being super sentimental. That's good too. Hit him in the heart. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Get him right in the old. Right where you want him. Yeah. But you that. know, everybody was just like, oh my God, Brandy, mm-hmm. you're such a great host. Yeah. To the point where, like, after a few, you know, at first I'm like, oh, thank you. You guys are so sweet. But after 10 people tell you that, you're like, I know. Yeah. I listen. I'm not. It's what I do. Like, Why don't you have a show? I'm like, I, I do. I have multiple, know. actually. No, but like a show. Like a oh, TV yeah, show. yeah, yeah. They're yeah. like, you need to be hosting a TV uh, show. And yeah. I'm like, I, I, you tell me why I don't have one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Sell it for us. I know, right? <laughs> I was like, you could Wells too. Like, why doesn't Wells have a Remember show? Remember when we tried to sell this as a TV show and it, I do. no one picked it up? No one wanted us. That was dumb. It was because we're the best. The best. Let's start the show. Okay, go. Bros and hoes. You're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandy. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bull and Branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code favorite at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl and Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code favorite thing. So to come full circle here, yeah. I binged the Amber Heard Johnny Depp documentary. Same. Same. Please. I love that Yesterday. you're starting with this. Why is Nick Vial's podcast so, featured so much? So much. We we talked about that. I know. What? I know. You know what I was thinking the entire time? What the fuck is happening here? <laughs> <laughs> like he got so much airtime. I'm like, so I'm much. sorry. Is so this much. fucking Amber Heard versus the VL files? Like, yeah. what's happening? I know. I was like, damn, he is on this. Lo- I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing of why I think it was like that. Okay. It's very professionally shot. Like it, is. it looks very, very good. Yeah. 
And they did talk about it a lot. He had a guest on his show that was getting so much screen time. I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> is happening? But I was happy for him. I think mean, that's cool and all. Yeah. That is kind of his shtick. Like, he talks a lot about relationships and, like, he the does. problems with relationships. So, like, it makes sense to me. I guess. But anyways, we've got to talk about the Not Amber Heard, Johnny Depp thing on Netflix. Yeah. What were your original thoughts? I didn't really watch much of the court feed. Did you, like, when it was happening? No. Like, they talk about it like it was so much on TikTok. I know. That, like, that's kind of how I got all my, you know, clips from it was TikTok. And so they make a good point that TikTok really influenced what people thought about this trial. Yeah, and I guess the the thought is, is that it also influenced the jurors probably. Yeah. Okay. So is it not a thing anymore where they put juries like in hotels and give don't give them access to any media? That's what I thought. Because if there was ever a time to do that, this would have been it. A hundred percent agree. The story of the tumultuous defamation trial between Johnny Depp and his ex-wife Amber Heard. It's a story of twists and turns that ask the question, can a jury ever be truly fair in the age of social media? Also, Nick Vial's in it a lot. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I took away from it. Johnny Depp's lawyers are very good at keeping things out of the trial. Mm -hmm. That probably would have changed a lot of people's opinions. Yeah. I was like full on, she is a total succubus. I don't trust her. She's a liar. The whole thing of him kicking her on the airplane, text messages that kind of show that like he did that. Mm-hmm. But then it's like those text messages are different than other text messages. So you're like, I don't know if that's, is that real? I'm not sure if any of it's real. I think that after watching the documentary, I fall more in the middle of, I think they're both fucking probably shitty people. Johnny had better lawyers. Yeah. And obviously in the public eye, like people just love Johnny Depp. Yeah. And that's hard. It's hard. Like the way they said it in the the last episode there was like, it's really hard. People almost like don't even want to hear the bad things and like turn a blind eye to stuff mm-hmm. that's very obvious, obviously negative about him because they just don't want to believe anything other than like what they love about him, you know? Yeah. Here's what I think. I think they're both nuts. Mm-hmm. And I think they had a very toxic relationship, oh. you know, and in that in that time, in that era or whatever, like, I feel like that was very common when drugs were, were involved in relationships and so, so much drinking and stuff like that. Like, I feel like you hear that a lot about that time, like the 80s, 90s, you know, early 2000s even. I think what's unfortunate is I think if, if Amber had just stuck to the facts, it seemed to me like she really embellished a lot of things and yeah. took things and ran with it. And I'm sure that he did some of the things she said, but I also think she made a lot of shit up. And it's like if you had just stuck to the facts and not like embellished and gotten crazy with it and tried to pin things, other things on him or manipulate the situation, I think she probably would have been better received. But it's the fact that she just came off so crazy and so and everything was so exaggerated and, you know, like her like crying on the stand and the thing that just seemed so fake, like it was just overboard. And I think if she just sat there and, and really told the truth, things would have maybe turned out a little bit differently. At the end of the day, I kind of think they're both to blame. And I think... It's a situation where probably none of them, neither one of them deserved anything out of the divorce. They should have just gone their separate ways, no one taken anything, and called it a day. Yeah. Man, it was stupid. She shouldn't have written that op-ed. That was the problem, is that she made herself out to be a victim, which she might have been, but she also was the abuser in the situation, too. Like, And that was mm-hmm. pretty well known. That's just a bad look, too. Pretend to be a victim of a situation, but then to find out that like you're also hurting somebody physically. Yeah. Anyways, but really good. Like, I I watched the entire thing in one night, so... Yeah, I watched it on the flight here. Yeah, so I'm I'm all for it. So now, you know they're going to make a scripted version of this. Got to. They've got to, to, and I can't wait. She was so hot back in the day. When he did Rum Diaries, it's like, dude, I get it. Look, dude, she's so... like, And you know, I know what she is. She's the super hot, crazy chick that, like, guys like. Guys like the super hot, crazy chick. I'm sure she's really fun in bed. I also think that she's fucking probably terrifying, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I won't name names, but every summer there's one of those girls in paradise. I'm always like, oh shit, you're the crazy one, aren't you? Totally. And you're like, I, and you know, I know some guy's going to be like, I like the crazy ones. Uh Guys love crazy girls. They They do. do. Girls love any guy who's above six feet tall. Guys like girls 
who are insane. I should. We should probably cut this, but honestly, just leave it in. Yeah. Trace is one of those guys. Likes the crazy girls. He loves crazy girls. Yeah. No, I know. I try to set him up with very, very nice, very no. normal girls with all their shit together, and it's not for him. No. It's unfortunate. I don't know if girls like crazy guys, but they do like a project. They do. They got to do like three or four bad ones before they're like, okay, yeah. maybe I need mm-hmm. like the normal guy now. Yeah. And that's when we strike. Ha ha! Would you call yourself normal? Pretty, not sure. I mean, I'm pretty normal. Yeah, well. I'm not problematic. I know that. No. Speaking of crazy girls, okay. a lot of this was like wiped from the internet, but it's fucking insane. What do you mean wiped from the internet? Okay, you know the girl from 8 Mile? Brittany Murphy? No. Taryn Manning? Oh, yeah, I know her. Okay, she had an absolute meltdown. Recently? Yeah, and she did it like on a, on like live Instagram or Twitter or TikTok oh. or something. And it is so fucking amazingly insane. And also, like, I think she's under the influence, and that's not right. You've got to listen to this video. So Taryn Manning, she was in... Crossroads. Orange is the New Black. Mm-hmm. Hustle and Flow. Crossroads. Eight Mile. Some really big things. Crossroads was a classic. Yeah. So she stops on the side of the road and does this crazy rant about the affair she's having with a man. Oh, God. So I had to pull over because I'm just, like... I don't want to like cause crashes because I'm just so rooted right now. So, <laughs> the man that I've been messing with is a married man, and, and every night, well, for about three nights in a row, or even maybe there's a night in between, I was licking his butthole. Yep. <laughs> because he likes it. <laughs> And oh, no. I didn't mind doing it. Oh, is that, shit. Does that bother? Does, is that weird? Get yeah. A little bit. And that is what demons do. So <laughs> I, we drove all the way down to Newport Beach today so I could buy him a boat. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. I was so in love, so I thought, so I could buy this gentleman a boat. Yeah. And I, and I brought cash to put a down payment down. Like, I really loved him. I was like, yeah, was like, we're into the same thing. Like, we're kinky, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, barely. And his wife, because he's married, and I feel so bad because not, not, I, I can't stand her. <laughs> I can't stand her, her his wife. Because she wasn't even like, wait, what? You've been I can't imagine what she thinks about you. You get out of my yeah. life or I'll... Get an RO on you. <laughs> I don't know what that means. A restraining order. I'll put your ass in jail. Anyway, so I've been licking your man's butthole for <laughs> weeks on end because he he likes it a lot. Well. And I do it to him. And he comes to me and it happens. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> Sometimes and you got to lick a butthole. That's a lot. It is I a lot. I know it's a lot of information, lot. but I'm the lunatic. You right? are. Kind of. No, I'm just single. Very single. <laughs> Holy shit. And he came to me. So you don't accuse me of being a lunatic, but I'll tell you one thing, lady. You want to put me in jail? I'll put you in jail so fast, your head will be For spinning. what? Don't you ever threaten me. For what? And I will, I will show you how I do. We know you you're ever like buttholes. Me. When your husband came to me to get his butthole licked. Oh, God. Don't it's you really like saying it over and over. It's almost like that? satire. Like it's almost not yeah. real. What are you thinking? I cannot believe you. You've lost it. Not I. <laughs> not. not I. I brought your husband to Newport Beach. We drove all the way together. We had so much fun. He had his hand on my leg the whole time. Most of the time. Finger banging me. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie anymore about about it. Oh my god! I, I didn't know, think it was I know worse. when the on, and and every time licking his fingers, oh. and you're to buy him a boat, to buy him a boat, yeah. and all day we went on a boat, the boat that he wants, oh, and I was shit. gonna buy it for him, and then he messed up real bad today. And you're coming after me. Nah, ain't gonna happen, lady. You made a huge mistake. In the name of, you're dusted. Dusted, I ain't scared of you. You should be scared of me. 
I have one thing to say to that. What the fuck is happening here? Very appropriate. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Absolutely amazing well, on all fronts. And I'm not here. Something. I'm not here to kink shame anybody. If you want to lick a butt, lick a butt. <laughs> all right? I get it. Hmm. I just want to know what happened to the boat? <laughs> Great question. What happened to the boat? They went on the boat. Did she put a down payment on a boat down in Newport? I think it sounded like it. I know. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Mm, it was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. I don't think she should have been driving. That, 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 yes. Those are my thoughts. That's like my only thing that I don't love about it, about making fun of that whole thing mm -hmm. is, yeah, you really shouldn't have been driving. No. She, she released a statement afterwards. And? This is what it says. Over the past few days, I've had some time to reflect on the situation uh, I've been dealing with. I was deeply hurt and handled things on a public platform when I should have just dealt with them quietly with the support of my close friends and family. I felt a lot of guilt after exposing everything, and I thought maybe the best resolution to the situation would be to say I lied about it all, but that's not the truth. I started a relationship with somebody who was who was married and I to and told me he was going to leave his wife. In the end, I found out that wasn't possible. I pride myself on being an ethical and kind person. I know what I did was wrong, but the heart makes you do crazy things sometimes. I'm so sorry for exposing my situation. I'm not sorry for how I love. I hope to find somebody who cherishes me the way I adore them, the healthy type of love, a love that isn't so blind that it forces me to be someone I'm not. This was a huge learning lesson for me. With all this said, I'm asking everyone to please give me my privacy so I can heal and mend my heart. Thank you so very much, Taryn. That was lengthy. Yeah, you know, I think it was just like a lot of butt licking. That was the thing that really got me, you know? Mm. And she mm -hmm. really wanted to divulge that information. So she repeated it over and over. Over and over again. Yeah. So. Damn. Damn, dude. What the fuck is happening here? <laughs> I wonder when that button's going to lose its fun for me. Probably in a few episodes. Yeah, it's going to it'll a couple, couple episodes. Couple yeah. eps. Mm-hmm. Well, do you have some faith things, bro, or what? Are you, like, do we even talk about Bachelor anymore? Like, what's the tea there? You know, I haven't watched it. So, you didn't watch the Mintel all? No, I didn't. Mm. I was in Fiji. And I don't know. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I, I'm slipping. Okay, I'll tell you this. We'll make a solemn promise to the YFTers out there. And also, timing-wise, it's going to be easier for me to do. I will watch The Golden Bachelor. Really? And I will watch Bachelor in Paradise, obviously. Obby. They announced when it's coming out. I tweeted about it today. It's coming out late September. I think September 24th is the release date. And it's going to be on Thursday nights now. Right. So that whole rant about having to go up against like Monday Night Football and like this is crazy. Yeah, that's right. It's not the it's not the case. But that was the information that I was given originally. So I see. Okay. I, you know what I think happened? I think someone listened to me. Well, it would make sense. Yeah. So, yeah. so now I guess the Golden Bachelor is going to be at 8 o'clock. Okay. And then Paradise will be at 9 so the Golden Bachelor, they're only hour episodes. I think so, and okay. I, and I, I'm pretty sure that Paradise is two hours, unless they're letting this draw on for like two months, which I can't, can't imagine. I will say, so I, wa I did watch them in Tell All, mm -hmm. and they bring is his name Gary? Yeah, Gary with a G. Yeah, it's spelled like Jerry. It's very confusing. Um, they brought him out at the end, and up until I w I saw him in Tell All. I was not on board with Golden Bachelor. I was like, I ain't watching it. I ain't interested. Okay. I ain't got time. Big hard no. Gary is the most precious yeah. angel sent from the heavens. I think I'm hooked. I think I gotta watch. He does seem like a sweetie pie. His story. Oh my gosh. I don't even remember his story. Is it? Is it? His wife died, and he was gonna. Yeah. And like wanted to buy and a lake so house fast. or something. Wasn't there like a lake house involved? Yes. And yeah. they got it because they, they were retiring and then she got sick. And within like three weeks, she was gone. It yeah. was the saddest thing I've ever freaking heard in my whole life. I know. And I just can't even believe that he can move on. But I'm glad he can. And I just am invested in Gary. I know. They really did good with this choice. I tell you what, there is a world in which this is better than. I agree. The Bachelor Bachelorette because these women are going to be insane yep they're gonna half of them are gonna be like trumpers that like don't give a fuck definitely you know who are like mm -hmm. i'm gonna say what i'm gonna fucking say mm -hmm. yep it's gonna be 
explosive. You know that there's going to so many Karens are going to be on this show. Tons of Karens. God. And, and I, a couple gold diggers. Oh, for sure. For sure. And like just people who like want to be famous, you know? Definitely. Oh my God. It's going to be like the, the, the wrong reasons. There's mm. going to be so many coogs there for the wrong reasons. Coogs. I cannot <laughs> wait. I, I actually, I'm, I'm definitely hooked. I know. And it'll work better for us, too, because, like, right now, we generally record on either Sunday or Monday, and it's hard for yeah. us to do the show when the show when the show airs on Monday. So now this airs on Thursday. It'll give us the weekend to, like, make it's sure true. we catch up, and then uh-huh. we're going to go full bore into it. I got a bone to pick with a lot of people. Oh. I'm seeing this so much. Here's my thing. Okay. Hey, nice hat. Let's take the sticker off it. What are we? What's going on here? I don't understand, like, what, what, why do you keep the sticker on? I played golf with a guy the other day, like a businessman. Hmm. He went and bought a hat in the, the pro shop, and he kept the fucking sticker underneath the bill. I'm like, what are you doing? That is weird. Do you want to return it afterwards? Are you trying to keep it in pristine condition? Are you going to put it on eBay? Why are you keeping the sticker on the hat? I also seen, like, people do it with shoes. They keep, like, the thing on the shoe. There's a whole a designer called Off White. Yeah, and the thing for the longest time, I don't know about still, but in the like definitely in the beginning, it was to keep the tags on everything. It was like the thing. Why? I don't know. To be like, look out! It's still new. I get. I don't know. It was very weird. I hated it. I just. I just don't know. Like, just take the sticker off. I don't. Like, it, you, it, I always you bu- thought that was a thing with like flat bills. And that's fine. But, like, this was a 40-year-old businessman mm. with a curved bill hat. I played the entire round of golf with him, and it, it, I was like, someone's got to take that fucking sticker off. Why, why does he have a sticker on? This is so ridiculous. He's a 45-year-old man wearing with a brand-new hat with a sticker on. Take this fucking sticker off. Anyways, guys, just take the sticker off. What flex is it? No one gives two flying fucks if your hat's new or not. I've never gone home been like, babe, you'll never believe... Larry has a new hat, and he's still got the sticker on it. Mind blown. Oh, I do have a new show. You do? I started watching Painkiller. Oh, my sister was watching this. Dude. It seemed dark. Is it dark? Very dark. Yeah. It's on Netflix. Mm Mm-hmm. The causes and consequences of America's opioid epidemic unfold in this drama following its perpetrators, victims, and investigator seeking the truth. Painkiller, a Netflix series. It's Matthew Broderick, Taylor Kitsch, who I know you are into, and then Uzu Aduba, I think her name is. She was in Orange is the New Black. Ah. I think in Orange is the New Black she was Crazy Eyes, is that her name? Yeah, 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 yeah. Suzanne Crazy Eyes Warren. Man, that show was so good there for a minute. So good. So good. It's all about how the pharmaceutical companies were able to trick doctors and the public into believing that oxycotton and oxycodone were not morphine and to prescribe it to everybody. And then it just created this gigantic opioid epidemic in our country. Isn't that what Johnny Depp said he was taking? Yeah. And it hits close to home because I lost two cousins to opioid addiction. And so I think we all have friends that are like, at least, I don't know, I do, hot friends from college who are medical sales reps. Mm -hmm. And they'll go to doctor's offices and they're hot and they will be like, you need to have this pill, you know, like you need to sell this, this is whatever. And it's all about that. It's this company got like a bunch of NCAA female athletes that were cute, put them in like skimpy dresses, sent them out to doctors to convince them all to prescribe this fucking bullshit drug that really was just morphine. And it ended up killing so many people. It just messed up. Everyone should watch it. So this is not a documentary. No, it's based on a true story. It's like Matthew Broderick is is like the guy who creates the drug. Got it. Very good. But also it's, it's fucked up. Yeah. I have a least favorite thing. Tell me all about it. I tried to watch this new Gal Gadot movie on Netflix, Mm. Heart of Stone. An intelligence operative for a shadowy global peacekeeping agency races to stop a hacker from stealing its most valuable 
and dangerous weapon, Heart of Stone, on Netflix. I mean, maybe you should give it a go and see if I was just in a bad mood or something when I tried to watch it, but yeah. it just did not grasp me, could not hold my attention. I kept it on. I watched half of it, kept it going, and after like when I hit midway point, I was like, I have no fucking clue what's going on. There's, it's like there's just like so much action. It's like so intense and so unbelievable that like it just, I was losing the plot completely. I was really disappointed. It's got Jamie Dornan in it. I love Gal Gadot. You know, I do too. Uh, I, it, I looking at the ratings, it's not doing super hot. So. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Bumsky. Bummer, dude. It can't all yeah. be. It can't all be Back to the Future too. I don't know. I watched an old movie recently that I never watched when it came out, but I really liked it. It's a western, so you like westerns. I feel like now. I do. Called Hostels. Oh, I don't think I ever saw that. It's got a really good cast. Okay. In 1892, a legendary captain reluctantly agrees to escort a Cheyenne chief and his family through dangerous territories. Hostels. It's Christian Bale is the main guy. Jonathan Majors is in it. Uh, Rory Cochran, who's in Days and Confused and Empire Records. And then also Rosemond Pike, who's like the crazy mm. girl in Gone Girl. Yep. It's a great... Where did you watch it? I can't even get it to come up on Google. It's on Stars. It's really good. He is this kind of badass general in the army, and he's been fighting Indians his entire life, effectively. And so he obviously hates Indians. The president, it comes from the president that the chief of the Cheyenne, who's been in jail for seven years, is dying of cancer. And the president, as like a olive branch, wants to send him back to his homeland, which is in Montana, so he can be buried, you know, in, in his homeland or whatever. It is a very good Western, and I okay. highly recommend it. Sounds great. It's pretty I good. Like, I mean, I like Christian Bale. I, I do too, people. and I know, but yeah, people, you know, they say he's a nice guy. I don't really give a fuck. Yeah, he makes good movies. Great actor. I don't need to be friends with him. No, I need him to make good movies, mm -hmm. and he does that. He does. Uh, Rosamund Pike's really good in it too. I love her. I, watched... I like how they um, the comparison between Amber. Heard oh, I her. know. <laughs> that was good. so funny. That was good. Okay, I also watched another old movie. This one's even older. A Keanu Reeves staple called okay. Chain Reaction with Morgan Freeman and Keanu Reeves. I don't think I ever watched that. Dude, it's so good. Okay. Two researchers in a green alternative energy project are put on the run when they're framed for murder and treason. Chain Reaction from the director of The Fugitive <laughs> on Prime Video. It's interesting now because it takes place in 1996, but I feel like I could totally see this happening now or like it definitely is happening now. They make this basically free energy, right? Keanu Reeves plays a mechanical engineer. Morgan Freeman plays a really high up scientist that's also like connected to the government. And they discover free energy and they're like fucking a, you know, like having a party, like we did it, rushing to publish and like in the middle of the night, like drunkenly celebrating and like sending out on the internet the plans and how to make this, you know, big oil doesn't want this to happen, you know? And then all mm -hmm. of a sudden a bunch of people are fucking dead and they're oh. trying to pin it on Keanu and Keanu's got, a, is on the run and he's like on the lamb. I guarantee that's probably happening right now. And probably, yeah. with all like the alien tech that we've got. Definitely. Anyways, good. It's good. It's a good film. All right. Yeah. Have you seen the video of the Malaysia airline plane? On like the documentary? No. So, and I also don't know if this is true, but mm, well, it's TikTok, so you can take it with a grain of salt. Malaysia Airlines the one that disappeared, and everyone's like, "What yeah. the fuck happened to it?" And it, like crashed somewhere, and no one really knows where it is. And so now apparently there's satellite footage because they have satellites that can look down and see everything, I guess. Mm -hmm. And they've been mm -hmm. sitting on this for a while, I guess. They have this satellite Classic. footage of these three UFOs spinning around the plane. And like at first they're just like kind of going around. Then all of a sudden they like it really like in lockstep. And then they're like going around it this way and this way and this way. And then all of a sudden, boom. Gone. How do we know this is not photoshopped? I, we don't. And you know what? Because I've been seeing a lot of Photoshop alien videos on TikTok. Yeah, I know. But anyways, <laughs> here's this one. New Malaysia Airlines flight 370 footage. So there's the plane, right? Now you start seeing these orbs start going around it. 
Now you see another one and another one, right? Mm -hmm. So they're like spinning around it. And then all of a sudden, gone. That looks so photoshopped. Maybe so. Where did it go, Brandy? Where did it go? Mm, you know, I want to believe this. I do. Because I, I hope that those passengers are up in space having a space party. It's going to be a manifest. This is what's going to happen. They're going to uh, show up in five years and three minutes are going to have gone by. And they'll be like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? It's it's 2019. And we'll be like, no, it's not. It's 2025. We made a whole documentary about you. One of the biggest podcasts in the world, YFT, was talking about you. <laughs> no, not buying it? I mean, I want to, but I just don't know. All right. Your algorithm kills oh, me. Oh, this is amazing, by the way. Billy McFarlane. Oh, here we go. He's back, baby. Firefest. Billy McFarland is out of jail, and he's making uh -huh. plans. What's up, guys? This is a big day, because as of right now, Fire Festival 2 tickets are officially on sale. It has oh, been God. the absolute wildest journey to get here, and it really all started during the seventh month stint in solitary confinement. I wrote out this 50-page plan <laughs> of how it would take this I figured it out when I was in jail. In fire. <laughs> And how it would take There's no my way he was in solitary. Bring people from around the world together to make the impossible happen. But how it would find the I best like that he's wearing a robe to allow me to be <laughs> me while executing Fire's vision to the highest level. In my first year, I partnered with one of the biggest and best TV companies in the world to produce a documentary called After the Fire. I've also worked with one of the biggest production companies to sign a deal to produce Fire Festival, the Broadway musical. And finally, today, we are announcing Fire Festival 2. The Broadway we musical! We as far away as the Middle East and South America, and ultimately, we decided that Fire Festival 2 is coming back to the Caribbean. Yes! We are targeting Fire Festival 2 for the end of next year, and in the meantime, we'll be doing pop-ups and events across the world. Guys, this is your chance to get in. This is everything I've been working towards. Let's fucking go. How much does it cost to go to Fire Festival 2? We gotta look at it, right? Oh, there's a website. He He's really doing it. <laughs> this is a, Fire Festival 2 is here. We're dropping the first pre-sale fire passes, which include one ticket to Fire Festival and access to fire pop-ups, experiences, the fire crew community. FF2 is targeted for the end of 2024 in the Caribbean Sea, Friday, December 2nd, 2024, starting at 12 p.m. For the low, low price of $499, you can get... <laughs> You can be the first person to get in on a festival that's not going to happen. Oh, my God. So for the first 100 tickets, it's $499. Okay. Tickets 101 to 500 are $799. And then tickets 501 to 600 are $1,199. What? And then tickets 601 to 650 are $1,799. And then tickets 651 to 700 are $2,699. And if you are late to the party, boys and girls, you can still get your butts in a seat for pre-sale number three. Tickets 701 to 750 are coming in at just a smidge under 5K, $4,899. And the last opportunity to get into Firefest 2 coming at the end of 2024, tickets 751 to 777 are $7,999. Firefest 2. This is insane. Insane. I mean, it's obviously a joke. No! Yes! You saw the video of him talking about it. It seems He's pretty legit. He's such a fucking idiot. Like, there's no way. <laughs> but I think, of all the things that I listened to there, mm -hmm. the Firefest Musical? Musical on Broadway. Genius. What the fuck is happening here? I want that song in the musical. Definitely. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. That's insane. I can't believe he's out. Oh, I do have a funny story to tell you. Okay. So I obviously am at home by myself. Yeah. Because my beautiful wife is in Fiji filming right. Love Island, USA. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to be honest with you guys, okay? 
I feel like that's what the, the YF tiers deserve. And so this might get a little, it might get a little graphic, but it just is what it is. And this is life. And this is life as an adult. And I think we've all been there, but you know what? I'm going to be the, I'm going to be the big enough man. I'm going to be the adult here. And I'm going to tell the story. Of how? Are we how, talking uh, Taryn Manning graphic or? Mm, no, but it does have to do with buttholes. Okay. It does have to do with buttholes. So here we go. My beautiful wife is in Fiji, right? We have cameras all over our house, obviously because, you know, robbers and whatnot. Yeah. And then also, like, check in on the dogs and stuff, right? And I often forget that we have that, but we do, and that's fine. The other day, I go upstairs, and I use the restroom, and I'm, I'm putting on clothes after using the restroom, and my beautiful wife FaceTimes me, and she goes, what, what are you doing? And I said, I'm changing clothes. Um, I'm going to go on a run, I think, in a little bit. And she goes, no, what were you doing? And I go, I don't, what do you mean? She goes, well, I was just checking the cameras to see if you were busy in the family room, and well, maybe I should just play the video. Oh, no. I like that she was looking at the cameras to see what you were doing. Well, she was like, I didn't want to bother you. Oh, my gosh. So here's the video that she checked in on me. What was what I was doing. I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing? <laughs> so she goes, she goes, first of all, she goes, what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's a video of me pulling down my pants. Yes. She goes, are you taking a dick pic? Because it looks, because I've got my phone on my hand. She goes, are you taking a dick pic? I was waiting for a dick pic to come in and I didn't get one. So were you taking a dick pic? And if you were, who are you sending it to? And that's when I was like, okay, I didn't want to have to tell you this, but this is the truth. I farted. What? And I thought I might have shit myself. <laughs> No, that can't be true. So I wanted to make sure that I didn't. So I pulled my pants out to make sure I didn't shit myself. That can't be true. Fucking God's honest truth. I swear on my life. I swear on everyone's life. And you're not old enough to be doing this. Well, it was just a questionable, you know, sometimes you get a questionable one. I do not. Well, it must be nice living in your ivory tower of perfection, okay? Because sometimes I... I just wasn't sure, okay? And oh I, my God. And I just want to say, I didn't, I didn't shit myself, okay? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I thought I was in a safe place to look, <laughs> and no, I was not. In the not. middle of the living room, yeah. yes. That's fascinating. <sighs> I guess, what was Sarah's response? I think she was like, what the f <laughs> What? <laughs> what? She was like, it looks like you're taking a dick pic. And I'm like, yeah, it totally does. Because I've got my, I still have my phone in my hand. And uh -huh. then I use my other hand to like pull down my pants to be like. You are myself. so nuts. It's insane. Anyways. Wow. Do you ever go look at your junk mail folder on email? Once a year, maybe. Dude, I went in there the other day because I was like, I was expecting the email and it didn't come through. And then finally it was in there. This is my thought. I wonder how much like good shit's in there that I don't even know about. I mean. I you know? There could be. Like job opportunities that like I have no idea about. <laughs> you think some job ops are coming in the junk folder? <laughs> I hope so. I saw some I saw some headline that like uh, Dak Shepard. That's where we're at in the career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are we are in dire times that Dak Shepard was like, I'm very concerned about like the like the state of my career and like money and everything because of the, you know, the strike and everything. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there going, Dak. Shut the fuck up. You're a movie star. You have a huge hit podcast. I don't want to hear it from you. All yeah. right. Now, Brandy and I, we can talk about it. Oh, yeah. I'm over here showing videos I'm of my asshole. I'm, I'm doing great, though. Okay, well. I'm booked. This might be a good time to ask for a loan. Could I have some money? Absolutely not. Okay. Ask your wife. <laughs> Fair enough. Who's working in Fiji. Fair enough. <laughs> Absolutely not. Do you have any musics? The new Ryan Bingham. Oh, yeah. You want to go out on it? Yeah. I love Ryan you. Bingham. You know who's in Hostiles? Who? Ryan Bingham. He is? Yeah. Very interesting. Would you call it an album if it's seven songs? What's the rules there? Yeah. EP? Album? The EP is usually four. That's what I thought. So I guess album? Yeah. He's got an album out called Watch Out for the Wolf, and the first song is called Where My Wild Things Are, and it's my favorite on there. Okay. Let's go out on it then. Cool. Yeah. You got some big things coming up? What do I have coming up? Oh, hmm. 
I'm going on vacation next week, but I can't say where. Must be Tough nice. Life, you know? I am also going on kind of a, yeah, I'm going on vacation. I'm going to Chattanooga. I'm going to the Noog. Not sure I'd call that a vacation. I love Chattanooga. It's beautiful. It is beautiful, but it's it's so fucking hot here. Get ready to sweat your balls off. Yeah. Uh, I'm going out there for like my college fraternity brothers golf trip that we do every year called the Hoop Cup. And I'm very excited because Ben's now uh, ingrained in it. My brother's coming, all my old college buddies. So I'm going to go and uh, be a degenerate for like a couple days. That's cute. Yeah. I think we learned a lot this episode. Mm-hmm. A you know, lot. We learned a lot. We found out where the Malaysia flight went. We did. We found out that um, Taryn Manning may or may not lick buttholes. I would say she does. She, I think she does, yeah. <laughs> and then we found out some information about my, about my butthole. And we, we did. <laughs> we might not have needed to know about it, but... Hmm. I'm worried for your future, that's all I know. I am too. I am too. It's already that bad, I mean. Yeah, not one of my favorite things. Be in diapers before you know it. Yeah, I'm getting old. All right. Sarah. Wife Tears, we love you. Love y'all. Later. See ya. Barbu, host of the Real Real podcast, where we go behind the highlight reel to find out what's really going on in the lives of content creators, entrepreneurs, and everyone in between. After quitting my corporate job to start my own businesses, I realized that while things might look glamorous on our Instagram feeds, things can get real behind the scenes. You can listen to the Real Real every Monday to start off your week with some realness and inspiration. Find my podcast wherever you're listening right now and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a beat. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.